I'm Nathan. I'm Kevin. I'm Lisa. Better Together Podcast, bringing educators together for real talk. Like peanut butter and jelly. Movies and popcorn. And banana and pancakes. We're all better together. Okay, so Lisa, you totally heard it better together. They literally are stealing our slogan. Who? Uh, The opticians. (laughs) 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 They said something like, um, I can't remember what's better together, like I care and something. But I was, how dare, how dare our they? better together slogan. I feel like everybody's stealing it. Like everything is better together. I was very yeah, excited. I, no, I was going to say, I've, I've, maybe it's I'm more like thoughtful of thinking about it or then when it pops up, I think about it a little bit more, but. I definitely heard better together more often, like yeah. in TV shows or commercials or on the radio. Or I seriously never heard it before we said that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like I never paid attention to it. But it was exciting that I could Google it. I typed in B E T R space oh. podcast, and we were the first one that popped up. Oh, that's good. It was very exciting. Now so I now like, people know how to get to us. Now so we're real Google people. Us. Just Google. Yeah. That's if right. you can be Googled, you're in good state. But now I can tell people, like, oh, how do you find a podcast? I go, oh, just Google B-E-T-R podcast, and we're probably the first thing that shows up. And it's a very good, like, you know. Except you know, unless the optician tries to edge us out. Unless he's going off like, <laughs> opticians. That's right. Oh, so. So, hey, Lisa, are you going to VISTI this year? I am. I'm taking three teachers from my school. How about you? I'm going to VISTI this year, yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm very excited. I haven't been for a couple of years, so I'm actually like excited to... Mm-hmm. I feel like last year I didn't go, and and everyone else came back, and they're like, oh, you know what's really cool for Misty? And everyone had these great ideas, and I was like, oh, I feel like I've missed out on all, the, <laughs> on all the, the Misty magic. Are you presenting? I'm not presenting. I'm going with my own intentions, and, and interesting that you ask, because we do have some presenters in our group. That's right. What are you presenting about? about so I'm presenting on Sunday at 3.30. Uh, mine is on how to uh, differentiate in the classroom and how you can use different um, instructional tools to kind of start that uh, differentiation. So whether that be HyperDocs, Choice Boards, using Google Classroom, things like that. So I'm excited. Uh, I had a chance to kind of do a trial run of it um, couple days ago at uh, another uh, conference here um, at Frost Middle School and so uh, kind of worked out some of the kinks and now I'm ready to go and uh, taking some teachers as well uh, and my administrator they they've never been to VISTI before um, so it's it'll be fun to kind of have them experience VISTI and then hopefully kind of do some turnaround uh, to support the staff with whatever we learn about so Always a good time. Yep. What advice are you giving your staff, especially for those people who have never been to VISTI before, what advice mm-hmm. do you give them to sort of like help prepare them for that? Because it's a, it's a, it's a lot of stuff and it's overwhelming. No. So how do you sort of get teachers in the right mindset for that? It's true. It, it is a lot of stuff. So I usually always tell them, and I'm sure you guys do the same, is uh, give them the link to the schedule um, that they can then put on their phone and then to, to usually... Um, I say for each time slot to pick two or three different sessions that really jump out to them because sometimes a session gets full or sometimes you start a session and you realize that really isn't speaking to you. 
And so then you can get up and leave and go to another session and you kind of have a plan or know what to do. Right. So I have them do that. Uh, I usually tell them to kind of dress casually, like jeans and a t-shirt or jeans and like a dressy shirt, depending upon kind of um, what's going on that day. And probably with layers. I know this is like a yeah. subset of a conference that like, yeah. you know there are rooms that are super hot and then those that are super really cold. Yeah, so definitely. It's a good idea. Um, yeah, definitely layers are good. And Hopefully we won't have snow this year. Yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> that, that is true. Um, other thing is not to carry too much stuff. Uh, I, I know the first couple years that I went, I brought my book bag and I brought my laptop and my phone and my iPad and all this stuff. And then I was just schlepping it around from room to room and people were tripping over it. And so then it just became this like thing that I was like dragging around and it was kind of awkward and so now I pretty much just take my iPad or my phone and that's what I take notes on or if you're a paper pencil person mm -hmm. then just take like a notebook to jot down you know important notes or, or things that you um, want to take from the sessions. Um, One thing that we actually took from you Nate last year when we went to VISTI is the common planning oh. or not the common planning, oh, yeah, a common um, note, note taking and so yeah. we we used a slide and for every session that we went to um, we had a like a slideshow for our school and and if you were in that session you just kind of added your notes to that slide um, it was really nice because when we got back we essentially had built like all these like resources pages around a certain topic um, and then we ended up having like a share fair when we got back. So and we can talk about that in a little bit, like we yeah. move forward in that conversation. But it was just it was really nicely organized, and I've gone back to it multiple times to be able to find my notes. So. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's definitely definitely <coughs> helpful. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah either a Google slide uh, or even uh, a Google Doc, and then make it a table of contents so that that way you can like jump to different topics um, and kind of set it up. And I have one that's already set up that mm -hmm. has like. Because you go to, I think it's three or four sessions a day, and so I have like session one, session two, session three, session four, and then the whoever's using that note, they can make a copy of it, and then they can just fill in kind of the the template that's built in, and then like mm -hmm. Lisa was saying, then it's you know you have this nice document that you can share with people, and they can you know it's almost like they were participating in in Visti themselves. So, um, so so you're presenting. I am presenting. So, I'm that guy. So, so what do you want to your audience to come away with, and what sort of things do you put in place in your presentation? Considering like it's a weird thing for you because normally, like if you do a presentation, you're around for follow up. Yeah. Like if you do something in your school, someone misses something, or someone doesn't have a thing, or oh, I forgot a note. Hey, Nathan, what what, what do I do about? Uh? <laughs> but this is the sort of thing we're just sort of. You're going to show it, and then they're going off on their own, and they'll never talk to you again. So how do you... I mean, they might talk to you again. You're very nice. So then they want to connect with you on Twitter. But so, so how do you change your presentation based um, on that? So really, a, a big thing for me is always to try to model stuff. So in my presentation, I'm going to try to model a lot of how you could do a hyperdoc so kind of leading some of the session as if they were actually participating in a hyperdoc or actually uh, providing choice within a Google classroom so not only having them me just stand and talk about well you could do this or you could do this but 
actually giving them a visual and having them kind of explore and play around with some of that as well. I think that's really important. Um, I'm also utilizing Pear Deck as part of uh, the presentation so that there's, a, a, again, some more conversation and some more engagement that happens, hopefully. Um, <clears throat> and then, yeah, just hoping that, that with the differentiation that there's at least one thing that they can take after hopefully you know seeing me have a conversation about it show an example maybe fiddle around with it for a little bit and say oh you know what that really isn't as challenging as I thought it was that's yeah. a one quick and easy way that I can start to differentiate in my classroom and I kind of lead um, my presentation with that like everybody thinks differentiation is this big scary thing like well how can I differentiate for all my population in my, my classroom and redo all of my lessons to make them differentiated and meet everybody's needs. But really, I mean, and we all know from, uh, you know, going one-to-one -one is it's baby steps. So, you know, I tell them, if you can find one little thing in here, whether it's starting to use Google Classroom or use a HyperDoc or use a choice board or just a different way to give feedback to students, then, you know, and pick one unit or one lesson that you're doing that and then from there hopefully you know you'll see the impact that it's having on your students and then B that it really isn't as hard as you thought it was and then you can kind of slowly implement it into other lessons and activities and then over the course of a few years you're kind of now starting to differentiate a lot of your activities to meet either students needs where, where they are or providing them choice kind of whatever avenue you want to go. Mm. So I don't know if that necessarily answered your question. <laughs> well, and just um, piggyback off what you're just saying, because you're asking, like, you know, how are you, you going to have all these people coming in? What are you doing to support them? And how are you going to help different folks that are coming for different reasons? And it's interesting because that kind of really flips back to, like, our tips for people. And so um, I think what's important is is that I thought of two things. So one of those things that I would add to the tips based on kind of what you've kind of spurred in my mind is that, first of all, if you go into a session and it really doesn't seem to be leaning the direction that you that you need or yeah. want and it's not going to suit you, like, I think educators particularly have a really difficult time, like, deciding, standing up and walking, out. Up and walking out. And I, you know, I, I don't think presenters generally feel offended by someone just, and sometimes it's just the nature of the room. Like I went to a session last year and I was, it was so crowded and I sat down and I was really uncomfortable and I was like, this is, this is not the best way to use this hour of my life. Like I'm just, this is not even a, it's not set up well. Un the presenter had nothing to do with it. Um, and so, you know, I just kind of scooted out the back to go yeah. somewhere. But I think that that, and that's one thing I told my teachers, and we had to have that conversation. Like, I do feel like you have to be, kind of advocate for yourself. You're here to learn for yourself. And so choose the places and the, mm -hmm. and leave mm -hmm. if you need to leave, and politely. Not, yeah. Don't storm out. Um, but, um, and then secondly, um, we were almost a little overplanned last year. So, like, we had, like, a session, a session, a session. And, and I felt like... Um, and sometimes they were really like diverse ideas. And yeah. so not that that's for some people that's great, but I think we also decided at some point, like maybe through the day that we wanted to give ourselves the freedom to say, you know what, like we don't have to go to a session right now. Like we can just sit and talk about the last one we were at. So like you're talking about like figuring out, thinking about an idea. And this goes back to that reflective piece, like just giving yourself time to think about what you just heard and explore it right then instead of like, I got to go to the next session and I got to go to the next session. 
or to feel like you have to get a hundred ideas, you could really just walk away with one solid thing and you try to find that topic in multiple places and go, like, you know, really grow that particular theme. Um, so I think those can be helpful. And I think going as a team, because you're, oh, you yeah. know, that way you can say, you know, if you're by yourself, you're going, oh, I want to get to everything, it. but I'm going to miss. But if you're going as a team, you know that person over there is going to True. get to, and then they can focus on, oh, I'm just going to focus on math. Yeah, and we did do that. We broke up. Like, mm-hmm. we had conversations yeah. like, I really want this, but I, you know, so they would go here, and then that way you felt like you did get that piece. But we also did miss some things that we wanted to see, but it was still valuable. Like, yeah. it, the time we took to just, like, think and talk aloud with and, each other was valuable. And I think that's I think that's a really important point <clears throat> that you made. I, I think that... Anytime that I've gone to, to, to VISTI and, and had taken a team and we've had a conversation, whether that's after a session or at the end of like one of the days we've gone out to dinner or whatever, and just mm-hmm. to have those conversations, I think has been super valuable, especially I can remember one year we took a science teacher and, and I don't remember what the session was, but she was so excited about what she learned in that session that it made me excited for her and then I wanted to like learn more about it and so uh, then we went back together and we worked on like supporting her into implementing that into using it in with her curriculum so I think that you know having that reflection time to see what people were interested in what they saw and then how you as a as an ESPA can then support them going forward I think is is really important. One of my most favorite things about VISD when I've gone in the past is it's it's a wide variety of people who show up Uh in different school systems like we're on the same school system, so when we go somewhere, we're hearing people who have just been in our experience. So I think you get a different viewpoint at VISTI when you go outside. Mm-hmm. I went to one person's um, um, session, and they were talking about their coaching model, and because it fit their school system, which was different, it was a whole different perspective on how you could organize things. And I never would have like, oh, no, that's a super brilliant way to do that. But I've never heard of anyone doing it in Fairfax because... I only talked to people in Fairfax, and I had to get outside of that bubble. Yeah. And that's been, like, my favorite Visti memory. Yeah. So, Lisa, what was your favorite, like, Visti moment? I know, on the spot, that's what I do. <laughs> well, can I say I love getting all the stickers and stuff to take back to my teachers? I wouldn't imagine from your laptop that you like stickers. Um, like, I am definitely going with the intention of grabbing stickers. And I don't know, I got really crazy last year, like, not as crazy as some people, but, like, getting those little tags to put on your... Like on your name tag, like do you remember there was like yeah. somebody there that had Presenter. literally like the train, yeah. like she was getting wet, like she needed someone to carry her name tag. There was like fifty of those things attached, <laughs> but they've made it so catchy, like you know, like mm-hmm. they have these terms and these like old, th- and, like you just feel like you have to have them, and you have to get them quickly because they go fast. Yeah. So maybe that's a tip if you're into that sort of thing. Go mm-hmm. early, don't don't wait. The basket will be empty when you get there, um, but. No, really, I think my favorite VISTI memory is exactly what Nate just talked about, which was after the sessions, um, is just being with my team, like with my teachers, and having those conversations in a casual setting. Um, I fe- Well, last year I went to a podcasting mm-hmm. session that like really inspired me. So, I mean, literally I used the it's word podcast. After that session, yeah, exactly. After that session, I think I used podcasts like every 10th word. Like every, I was like, this should be a podcast. <laughs> Everywhere we went. 
I remember driving home with four teachers in my car, and all they kept talking about was teaching, because you know that's yeah. what teachers do. And I was like, guys, we should be, this should be a podcast, like teachers in a car or something. Like, you got, because they were just having awesome conversations about how to support children and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh my gosh, everything is a podcast. And so, so that was an inspiring moment for me by far. And that particular session was, um, I think because they engaged me and we actually participated in a podcast at that moment. And I realized the simplicity of it all, actually. And I love to talk, so if you haven't figured that um, it matched me totally. Stickers and talking. That's what I like. That should be the next podcast. Stickers <laughs> and talking. <laughs> I would like you on the way back from Disney. Are you going with, this, with, this, with the team? Shall I podcast You should from the make car? a podcast called Stickers and Talking. From my new minivan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a way to plug it all in right sure, there. Sure, it probably is. I'm uh, sure you can figure it out. Nathan, what's your favorite Visty memory? Um... Well, I mean, what I just shared about the the science teacher, but um, there are also a couple sessions. I remember my very first year uh, in this role that I went down, and, and it was kind of like I still had so much to learn, and I was trying to figure things out like that I could take back to support my teachers with. And um, there were a couple sessions. Um, gosh, I wish I could remember what they were now. It's kind of sad. Oh, well, one was about like being Google certified, and I just remember going to that session, and I just learned so much. I had heard about being Google certified before, mm -hmm. um, but to actually hear it from someone who had been Google certified and gone through all of it, and the way that they set it up, and I was like, oh, I, mean, I could easily do this. And so that was really inspiring to be like, okay, I need to get this certification so that I can better support my teachers. And then there was just a couple other sessions about uh, one was digital breakouts, so then that got me really excited about doing digital breakouts. So then I did some digital breakouts with uh, a few, a few of my teachers that same year. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's always, and, and every year that I go, and now that in my role, I think I've gone enough now that I've seen a lot of stuff. So there's not a ton that I go to a session and it really like floors me. Yeah. But there's usually always something that I can take away, some little piece that I can take away or a different angle that I never really thought about approaching, like how to use a Google slide. Mm -hmm. well, I've never really thought about using it from this perspective. I've kind of only thought about it from, from these ways. So there's always kind of these little small pieces that I could take from different sessions that uh, I go back and, and I'll use or I'll share with people and they, oh, have you ever thought about doing it this way or that way? And so, so yeah, there's... Those are the things that kind of jump out at me. And I, I think that's actually a good tip, too, to say that you can usually, like, even if when you're listening and it's sometimes hard to find the application to, to what you're doing, and let's say you've made the decision to stay in a session regardless, like, there's always something. I went to a session last year um, that turned out to not be really what I needed at all, um, but I think it was the last one. Honestly, I was so tired. I just decided <laughs> to say, stay there. Um, and it wasn't terrible, like I said, but like what I just, like my whole brain shifted and I, um, this particular person was using this really interesting slideshow, like this whole template theme and just the way they were presenting, mm. like was very unique yeah. and different. And so I started to just shift from like, oh, well this, I'm not really here for content. I'm here, like, but I'm going to watch, I'm going to yeah. use this as like a learning walk, <laughs> like watch how this person presents to somebody else. So as an SBIT, I was able to really like, 
glean that information, like to see how they were approaching the situation and how people present at conferences and thinking about that kind of style. So I think you're right that you can really always find something. You usually can find something. If not something, you can find someone yeah. to talk to because there's yeah. somebody who's going to ask the question um, also that you, like, oh, I wanna, maybe I can connect with them after this, yeah. you know, like because they seem like they're in the same and they're in a different school or something like that. So there's a lot of unique opportunities. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's important too is that sometimes you may not go to, uh, you may skip a session because you're having great conversations outside of a session yeah. with somebody else that maybe you've met at a previous session or that you know from somewhere else and now you have time to connect and have a really rich <laughs> conversation around all different kinds of things. Something maybe that they saw at a session or something that they're doing that uh, you remember from maybe a previous conference and so I think conversations are really important too. So I, I don't think it's important that you have to, to fill your agenda up with going to every single session and you gotta, you gotta make a session. Also try to, to make connections with people and have mm -hmm. conversations and there's a lot of good learning that happens that way too, like Lisa was talking about. And I know there's also a lot of ways too for people that can't visit. Um, I know one year when I didn't go to VISTI, I followed the tag you know the actual hashtag on to mm. Twitter and there's a there, I think there's even something else but if you even then people tweet from the sessions like a crazy mm -hmm. and even when I was there I would pay attention to those and use those as because um, oftentimes sessions were repeated and so I could get a, an idea as well about a session um, that might be something I want to be in that I'm interested in so that's another way to do it like off the cuff as well yeah. Um, so I think we have a lot of great ideas for going to this conference. I do think, uh, what about the other like little nuances? I, it's so funny because I hadn't gone to Visti in a while last year, and someone kept talking about the snacks. Oh, so and being prepared. So snacks. at Roanoke, so this is at the Roanoke Hotel, so they have a lot of snacks, specifically <laughs> candied bacon. All right, you will hear that nonstop, and people will sprint out of sessions, in the middle <laughs> of sessions, to, to get bacon. to the candied bacon. I've seen it happen. Last year, everybody hovered around because there was, like, M&M's. They put out M&M's and Dixie Cups, like, everywhere. It was, it's crazy. People carrying their, like, cups of peanut M&M's. I just, I, it was just funny to me. Yeah. All yeah. Of but the, the Roanoke, craze. the Roanoke Hotel has a lot of, a lot of snacks. There's tables everywhere uh, with Pretty good stuff. Do you stay for the final keynote? Because that's a big one that the first keynote, tons of people there. Last keynote, the last you know, the time it just I went depends. it was sort of hit or miss. Mm -hmm. Usually I have not stayed for the last keynote. I'm usually pretty burnt out uh, by kind of the last whatever the last session is on the third day. And so when it gets to the keynote, um, I'm my bucket's usually pretty full. And I'm just ready to kind of go home and kind of and, digest and you're also, everything. You're also dealing with the fact that you know that you have to be at work the next day. Like yeah. there's like that <laughs> yeah, decompress. Yeah, it's yeah. like you don't get another day. Yeah, the <laughs> they don't give you another back. day. Yeah. Um, so you're just got to get yourself home at a reasonable hour. Yeah, um, that's true. So one other thing, maybe we can just wrap it up. But I thought one other thing, I was curious about your advice because I don't really know that I have a, a strategy or like other than getting stickers. Like what do people do in the exhibit hall? Like what do you like go there for? Like, I think that last year we did it, it was really kind of a mental break. Like, it's an easy place to be. Mm -hmm. Like, you can, and you still see ideas, but you're not, like, immersed. You don't have to, like, really think, do a lot of thinking. Um, you know, and it's interesting. You can get freebies and things like that, which people love, T-shirts and stuff. But 
Do you have like a gen? What do you, what is people's strategy around exhibit halls? And your purpose. <laughs> my only purpose when I went was just to go and look at new things that I probably wouldn't have a chance to actually explore because mm -hmm. it's again sort of like if you go to a Fairfax County thing, you're only going to see things that are approved for Fairfax County. Yeah. Um, but you go to there that's like, here's all sorts of things. Half of it's not approved. Half of it, you know, you're never going to afford. Yeah. But you get a chance to like walk around and just explore interesting things yeah. that you may not have a, yeah. another opportunity with. I did find myself leading my teachers to places that were where we have approved software. Because yeah. I was like, let's not, you know, don't, don't spend 20 minutes listening to this jazzy talk about this when we get back you're not going to get to use that yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so one thing i was thinking this year you know fcps is moving to schoology at some point when is that happening the date 21 22 so and that's a new thing and i know schoology was there last year oh. so that's kind of on my radar and i was that's thinking like my that's team to make that. sure to take a a look at schoology and just see what we're what we're going to be dealing with and what's going to be coming um yeah. And then, you know, to get a bunch of freebies because my teachers love that stuff. Because after VISTI, I'll talk about this before we wrap up. After VISTI, when we came back, one of the things that was really um, successful at my school last year was we did a VISTI share fair. And so all the participants that went to VISTI were required to pick one topic or session or something that they did that they, they participated or listened to. Um, and just kind of share that information. There was no formal presentation. Literally, we were in the library at our, my school, and there was a table for each person, <laughs> and you just sat at the table with your laptop, and maybe you had done something since you gotten back, or maybe you hadn't. Um, you know, people were all over the, the board, and we just kind of had a paper laid out, you know, with a sketch, like who was doing what theme, and people just walked around. They just literally walked around and sat down and had conversations with people. And I got feedback from teachers that that was one of the best things that mm. they ever mm. loved. Like just hearing from other teachers and it didn't take a lot of work and it, you know. So I think cool. for us, we have fewer people going this year so we can do a VISTI. We're doing a share fair, but I'm gonna include VISTI, but anything else too. Like, cause people are learning from all over and people are in PodPole, people are all over in different experiences. So, um, but that was, a, I think that's a great way to like also share that information. Yeah, I like that idea. I, I mean, <laughs> we've done, we've done, kind of a share out but it was part of like a, a staff meeting yeah. where we've kind of got up and we've kind of briefly talked about oh we learned about this and we learned about this and all the materials are here yeah, on the yeah. staff site for you to peruse <clears throat> excuse me but I don't think that it was as effective and mm -hmm. I, I like that idea of kind of the share fair where teachers then have a chance yeah. to have a conversation with each other around and I used some of the things I got in the like t-shirts etc we had a raffle like if you came you put your name in a thing. I had the highest attendance I've ever had. Um, I mean, like, we're talking 20-some people, just a lot for, yeah, like, an awesome. optional event. And so, because they want to get stuff like that. Yeah. Um, they like stickers and stuff. So. I like it. Well, next time. Yep. All right. All right. All right. Well, if you're going to Misty, have fun. We'll yeah. look forward to seeing people.